Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on WMR. This is your host, David Vogelpohl. I support the WordPress community through my role at WP Engine, and I love to bring the best of the community to you here every week on Press This. As a reminder, you can follow me on Twitter at WPDavidV. You can subscribe to Press This on Red Circle, iTunes, Spotify, or download the latest episodes at WMR.FM. In this episode, we're going to be talking about how WP Engine is making WooCommerce faster. And joining us for that conversation, I'd like to welcome to Press This, Mr. Josh Daly. Josh, welcome. Hello, David. Thanks for having me on the show. It's a real honor. Oh, that's great. I'm really glad to have you here. Have you been on the show before, Josh? I think I'm like 254 or five episodes in right now. I don't recall. No, I have not yet. I have not had the privilege yet. So this is a big deal for me. Excellent. Excellent. Well, glad to have you on here. I know uh, we we work together, of course, at WP Engine on a variety of things, but that's right. uh, senior adventures over the years in WordPress in general, and, and really glad to have your perspective here. Um, for those listening, uh, in this episode, what Josh is going to talk about, recent updates to WP Engine's WooCommerce-focused hosting option, including uh, new Woo-focused caching optimizations that provide up to 90% more in, or increase in, in cache pages. And, and Josh is really going to share with us, are there current challenges with caching Woo sites? what WP Engine has done to help address that, and then what they have planned for the future. So really looking forward to the uh, interview here, Josh. I'm going to start, though, by asking you the same question I ask every guest. Could you briefly tell me your WordPress origin story? When was the first time you used WordPress? Yeah, it was probably back in about 2012. Um, I was creating video and some other digital assets for nonprofit organizations and SMBs. Uh, but what the challenge was is that they were looking for a place for mass distribution, which was online. Obviously it opened up a whole world for people to be able to share that content. They're spending a lot of money to create those assets. And so I found WordPress as a CMS, a mode for that. And then, um, dove deep into that world as I unlocked and found a community of people around it and then, uh, got invited to work for um, some WordPress plugin and development companies. Excellent, excellent. So 2012, this would have been just two years after custom post types and meta fields. So this would have been right in the thick of WordPress actually being a CMS versus maybe less so before that time. Did you even acknowledge that in 2012 or did it, was it just WordPress and it worked that way? I didn't even acknowledge it. I just was diving in because I needed a solution. And this was the best one that I could find. And I learned how to spin it up, um, the open source version. I had had a blog before that on WordPress.com. I mean, it's all open source, but 
the dot-com solution for the blog. I was using that already. And then somebody showed me how to to drop one on and and figured out how to get into the back end of hosting. So I know enough to be dangerous, especially at that time. It was just enough to be dangerous. <laughs> I like it. I like it. You have all the fun when you have the dangers. Yeah. That's right. Um, I was wondering if you could briefly tell me about WP Engine and what you do there. Yeah, WP Engine is a technology company that's focused on WordPress, um, primarily around hosting and solving some of the biggest pain points, you know, around speed, security, scalability, support. So I actually was an early uh, customer of WP Engine after getting hacked and needing a solution for that. So like I said, just enough to be dangerous. And uh, that was kind of that when the managed WordPress uh, hosting space really started popping off and taking off at that time. And so I was an early adopter into that space because it solved solutions around the pharma hacks and that kind of stuff. But now it's gotten a lot more advanced. And then for my role there, I'm a product marketing manager sitting kind of in between the customer and product and engineering to communicate as a lead liaison between the two if I was sitting on a, a swivel chair kind of communicating what are the customer needs and then also how do we talk about those products back to the customer I'm imagining you swiveling back and forth now you know Josh I, I actually landed on WP Engine after a DDoS attack so I think maybe you and I share that kind of an origin story on the WP Engine side um, but let's right. kind of shift gears if we could kind of start talking about woo and performance so I mean obviously there are a lot of people that have spoken to some of the challenges that you can face with Woo as you're trying to optimize for speed. And, and yeah, I think it, it's important to also underline that Woo is the most dominant e-commerce uh, yeah. platform on earth. Uh, and you know, there, there's so many tremendous advantages there, but I think as people start to really refine for speed, they, they can start to face some challenges. So I'm just trying to understand, like from your perspective, what are the main challenges facing builders or developers or, or uh, as they're optimizing WooCommerce for PageSpeed? Yeah, one thing I think is important to note about WooCommerce and Speed is that it is a solid platform. You know, WordPress is solid and it's fast. And it's when you start adding stuff on top of it and working with it. And so the current challenges right now are a far cry from what they used to be. It's, get, it's gotten a lot better, but hosting has also gotten a lot better. And so the pain points that we've identified at the current state is the at a structural level, custom order tables. So that's something that WooCommerce is working on and we're participating in, in that. But essentially right now, um, WooCommerce just uses the same database tables that WordPress uses, and there's no custom order tables for things like products. But but what they're doing is expanding that out so that it's going to be more scalable and perform a whole lot better than just piling everything into the same space. And so we're participating in the beta work of that, but you can as well if you're listening and you want to um participate in the testing of the migration because that's going to take a migration away from the current process you could do that by going on to developer.woocommerce.com and finding the blog post there about that and that's custom order tables but uh from another perspective is cash uh, because woocommerce content is dynamic uh cash becomes an issue 
Um, and because if you cache the wrong page, you might break functionality. If you cache the wrong thing, you're going to break functionality or you're going to expose data. And so that's a tension point that, that we see a lot of developers struggling with with dynamic content. And then finally would be the cart fragments issue. If you go on to any forum around WooCommerce, talk to any developer uh, around speed and, and getting a Google page speed test done and, and you see all of a sudden that there's this cart fragment script. Um, and so those are kind of the three. Can you explain what cart fragments are for people that did not read those articles? <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. So cart fragments are a way that um, the cart can stay up to date with the latest notifications or pricing or what you've put in your cart without having to refresh the page every time. So it uses a JavaScript uh, uh, piece of code to, to um, recognize that when that's happening. And so it will move that over and keep you up to date. Now, the current solution for fixing that a lot of times people just say turn turn that off but if you do then you don't get the latest most up-to-date information and you can't allow your customer to have that um, customized experience or the personalized experience that's so valuable when someone's shopping on on your site you know it's funny when i think of speed optimization and i think of things like how many elements i'm going to have on a page or not i often call that the balance of suffering and joy and, and what I mean by that is the, you know, the, the joy of adding a new experience or content, but then the suffering of additional page load. And it sounds like maybe this notion of the balance of suffering and joy is also kind of being uh, experienced as we think about, you know, dynamic content and how uncacheable that is. And of course, we know that the more cacheable our site is, it has, it feels like it has a dual effect where it's like the page that's cached is faster. And the more pages you cache, the more server resources you open up for the pages that aren't. And right. so, I, you know, there, there's this force, it seems, in Woo, where it's like it's doing all of these really important jobs, like keeping your card up to date. Um, but the trade-off for that is a performance trade-off. And it seems like in some cases, particularly like for the updating cart, maybe the performance trade-off is, is too much, maybe it isn't. And I, I want to talk to you about like the ways y'all are kind of approaching it, uh, but we're going to take our first break and we'll be right back. Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more Press This in just a moment. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. For maximum customer engagement and retention, choose CleverTap. CleverTap is a leading customer engagement and retention platform that helps digital brands maximize lifetime value. Over 8,000 apps around the world, including Vodafone, Star, and Sony, trust CleverTap to improve user engagement, boost retention, and fuel long-term revenue growth. Learn more at clevertap.com. That's clevertap.com. Miami is more than beaches, palm trees, and fun in the sun. 
It's home every year to the Miami Book Fair, celebrating its 39th year of hosting authors and readers from around the world, November 13th through the 20th. Join us in downtown Miami at the Wolfson campus of Miami Day College. Connect with over 500 authors reading from their books in English, Spanish, French, and Creole, answering questions and signing hard copies. The 2022 edition of the Miami Book Fair welcomes everyone of all ages to come together, meet, and make new friends, exchange ideas, and discover one's next favorite author. Let's explore, discover, and learn together. Featured authors will include award-winning novelists, Anthony Horowitz, Ben Mesrich, Craig Johnson, Danny Shapiro, Elena Shapiro, Jimmy Attenberg, poet Sandra Cisneros, and authors writing about the trending topics of the day. Lisa Genova, Jerry Stahl, Marie Brenner, Mark Kurlansky, Samantha Cole, Stacey Schiff, Katie Tour, and many others. For more information, please visit MiamiBookFair.com. Follow the fair at Miami Book Fair and join the conversation hashtag Miami Book Fair 2022. Well, everyone, welcome back to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on WMR. This is your host, David Vogelpohl. I'm talking to Josh Daly of WP Engine about how WP Engine is making WooCommerce faster. Josh, right before the break, you shared that the three primary areas of focus uh, that you see as opportunities within WooCommerce performance optimization is custom order tables. Happy to hear the WooCom team is, is working on that. Thanks for the shout out to get people testing. I know that's super important. The cacheability of the site, and then in particular, the cacheability as it's affected by cart fragments. And that's consistent with what I've personally heard and seen and, and focused on over the years. So I'm just curious, like, again, like you mentioned before, like people talk about this in blogs. I mean, even I know about it. Um, how do builders, developers address these challenges outside of hosting a WP Engine? I know you're going to tell me what like WP Engine is doing, but I'm just yeah. curious, like, how are folks DIYing, uh, quote, fixes or optimizations for these challenges? Yeah, I think, um, first of all, important to note, because you you had a great call out at the the end of that last segment, but essentially... Uh, when you think about page speed and performance, because I've spent a lot of time in that space, it's not a science. It's more of an art form, and it is a lot of give and take. And that's where a lot of this stuff comes into play is that there's not really, um, you know, if you want a big video to play on your site, you got to know that it's just going to suffer for speed and that, but that might be worth it to you if that's what you're doing. Um, and so with with uh, the e-commerce space specifically the way a lot of diy uh folks address their uh, these optimization steps is manually is one way you got to go in and manage it yourself and figure out cash uh, implementations but there's there's also some great plugins if you're new to the space but i would encourage you to go in and play around with those plugins and then test 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 i mean you got to get in there and make sure that you're um, turning a switch on, see how it performs on the front end, make sure it's not breaking some functionality and then go back and kind of play around with it. That's another way that people um, do this from a DIY perspective. And then um, finally, I think there's some temp fixes. Speed and performance are an ongoing uh, work. You you don't just set something and forget it. You got to con constantly be thinking about the implications of that because of the um, value that it adds to your store when there's speed, more people convert. Um, and so things like clearing transients are 
tips that WooCommerce offer, clearing sessions. And then as a bonus, you can also block bots from creating sessions when they're logging in. So those are kinds of some of the steps that people take when doing performance on their own or if they're a developer working on it. Yeah, so I'm just kind of thinking back and, and also thinking about what you just said, but it's like, okay, uh, I know there's these challenges for Woo performance that I can you know, take advantage of as an opportunity. I might think of this as I start to scale and I'm going to make a list and cacheability and cart fragments and um, my caching rules and all of it play a role. And so I'm going to lay out this project plan and I'm going to choose a solution for kind of each slice along the way. And then I'm going to go and basically configure and implement it. Um, and, and then things like caching rules, like what do I cache? What do I not cache? Am I exposing data? Like the kind of points you were making earlier. And then I'm going to go execute against that. And then not just once, but but over time, yeah. making sure that as I'm deploying new code or deploying new features and, 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 and new content that I'm also optimizing as I go. Is that about right? Yeah. And, and as you can hear in kind of the explanation of that, you go through it and it can take up a lot of time. It ends up being... Uh, quite a bit of work, especially if you don't have a dedicated person to it, or you're running your own store. Um, the performance optimization, it kind of feels like there's never enough time in, inside of that. So just take it in bite-sized chunks if you can. But then obviously, uh, there's other solutions out there that, where it's managed for you. It's just as a, a cost to value proposal, you know. Yeah, it's really interesting. You know, the value proposition I feel like Woo delivers ultimately is own your store, don't rent it from a SaaS and have mm -hmm. infinite flexibility. Start out low or no code, but, you know, grow into something more powerful. But with that comes this kind of responsibility of kind of consistent and persistent uh, performance optimization. So, you know, obviously the title of the show is talking about WP Engine's new offering uh, or improvements to its e-commerce offering. I'm just yeah. curious though, when did WP Engine launch Woo-specific hosting? Like, um, and what did it originally include? Yeah, it was a, a little over a year ago now, I think uh, March. And at that time, um, we were looking at the, the current state of, of, e-commerce and the obvious boom of growth that took place of stores moving online through the pandemic, but that just kind of, uh, if you, if you think about it, it was, it was the direction things were trending already really. And so we're looking at how do we, um, help out for the unique needs of stores. And so, um, one of the tension points in WordPress is that, the search function was not designed for shopping experiences or expansive searches. It's it basically just searches the database and that's very limited. And so one of the things we bundled in first off was uh, instant store search. We partnered with Elastic Press to power that. And it's, a, it's such a, a great tool with auto suggest and, and, um, did you mean suggestions, but then it goes way beyond that for creating custom Amazon style search experiences uh, for the DIYer, you can turn it on and turn a few functions on, but then for the developer, it was originally created as a, de a developer tool. And so it's got really powerful functionality to do things that you can't do. Um, so think about, you know, sorting uh, in different ways alphabetically that's very difficult to do with with your 
normal WordPress search or by specific um, product descriptions and that kind of thing. Uh, this, the second thing that was included was Genesis Pro licensing, which is an amazing tool. And it has some additional functionality specifically for WooCommerce. But I think the real bonus and benefit there with, with Genesis Pro is Genesis Custom Blocks, where you can create your own uh, blocks for e-commerce or, or for WooCommerce with very little code uh, or JavaScript specifically and being able to use maybe what you're familiar with or comfortable with. And then finally, we had uh, SPM licensing. Smart Plugin Manager is an amazing tool that, that does visual regression testing before every automated kind of plugin test. And you could spend a lot of time doing um, plugin updates as we know it. There's so many plugins, so many themes, so many updates that need to be done. And Smart Plugin Manager will kind of run tests and then do a backup and then make sure afterwards it will um, compare it against the update and the pre-update um, to decide if, if something broke and then kind of gives you a notification if you need to uh, fix that. So those were the three key selling propositions. Awesome. So it sounds like generally it's it's basically a hosting plan with Elastic Press, essentially Instant Store Search, Genesis Pro, which is the block building and custom block building tools, and then an automated plugin update service called SPM that does visual regression testing. And so these are kind of like coming together a bit like um, a, a toolkit for people building e-commerce stores with WooCommerce, um, enabling some, some kind of even on-page content, um, which I think is kind of interesting from a platform perspective. But I'm just curious, like um, WP Engine obviously recently announced um, improvements to these plans specifically around Evercash for WooCommerce. And I know that Evercash in the past accommodated Woo, but it feels like there, there's more about that now. And, and we have maybe about a minute for our next break, but I'm just curious if you could start us on the journey. Like, um, what is Evercash for WooCommerce that, that is available in these plans now and, and how does it work? Oh yeah, definitely can tease at it for you real quick. But Evercash is um, WP Engine's proprietary smart caching functionality uh, that's managed cash for you. But Evercash for WooCommerce extends that functionality past WordPress core into WooCommerce uh account shop pages and and the rest of WooCommerce pages. And so, yeah, we can get into a little bit more about it after the break, but that's yeah. a starting point. Okay, so basically it's further optimization so the Evercache proprietary caching solution and more Woo-specific, Woo presumably to start taking advantage of making uh, Woo more cacheable. I want to dig into how, uh, but we're going to take our last break, and we'll be right back. Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more Press This in just a moment. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 
What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland, for innovators everywhere. Visit highland.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on WMR. We're talking about how WP Engine is making WooCommerce faster with Josh Daly. Josh, right before the break, you were telling us a little bit about Evercash for WooCommerce, the new caching capabilities and WP Engine's e-commerce plans. And I'm just curious if you could go into more detail on exactly how this works. Like, how, how is it different than like a default caching config somewhere? Like, like help me understand what's going on. Right. So WooCommerce has a set of recommended exclusions that you can apply. And, and most hosts and plugins already do this. If you're using a performance optimization plugin, it will apply those exclusions. But what we noticed with um, Evercache or, or, or when we were looking at cache um, was that after someone interacts with the cart, if they're using WooCommerce, even if they remove that product from the cart, those exclusions use a cookie to tell those pages to no longer serve as cached. And so the first visits you may have to the site until the point that you use the cart, cache will work fine. And then all of a sudden the pages will cut in half in load time. And so the reason for that is because, you know, cache in general will make a site, a page load up to two times faster. And after we're trying to serve those cache pages because of the dynamic content. So what we did was we looked at, at those pages and we realized that not all of them, some of these are still have a lot of static content or all static content that could still be served as cached like the blog posts stop being cached. So those pages should continue to be cached. And with Evercache, it knows to bypass the cart, the checkout, authenticated shoppers, but it ignores the key cookies used by WooCommerce to optimize cache delivery for the static pages. And that means that you get the benefits of cache without uh, losing functionality and we were surprised by the results ourselves because what ended up happening is that we were able to cache uh, up to 90% more of the pages. Actually, it's, it can even be more than that, depending on the number of pages you have. And if you have a huge blog, then that could go um, up to 99%, you know, but the, the beauty of that is it means that the customer gets the benefits all the way through and the, the performance benefits the further down the buyer journey they go. And so with WooCommerce, if you're following just the recommended cash exclusions, the pages start to slow as the customer um, continues down the buyer journey with Evercash, you get to continue to have the same level of performance throughout the whole shopping experience. Excellent. Well, thank you for sharing that. I know just in general, um, uh, Evercache and Evercache for WooCommerce is like a collection of optimizations, but that one sounds really meaty. And that's amazing to increase yeah. the number of cache pages by up to 90%. Um, now, you had also mentioned that 
you know, WP Engine's planning some things around cart fragments. What can you share about that? Yeah, so cart fragments, we're doing a similar integration and it it will be another further extension of of Evercache essentially, but it will be a, a plugin that allows you to continue to use the cart fragments feature so that the cart stays up to date and is able to update, but it won't run on pages that don't utilize the cart. So the real pain point of cart fragments is that it runs or it checks on every page. That little script is running on every page, even if cart functionality is not there. And so we're able to determine when cart functionality is being used and then to apply uh, the appropriate uh, rules to those pages based on that. And so that should really free up even more resources for across the site. Yeah, I like that word automated. Obviously, install, configure, and repeat is a lot of work sometimes, especially when you stitch it all together. Um, but that sounds incredible. This was awesome. I really appreciate you going to this level of depth, Josh, and I uh, really enjoyed having you on the show today. And like I said, it was my privilege, David. I enjoyed working with you, but I also enjoy the work that you've done in the WordPress community. So Ah, oh, thank you. You know, it's so much fun. And, uh, you know, I get to meet so many cool people doing this show and talk about really interesting things. It's uh, one of the highlights of my week for sure. But uh, again, thanks so much for joining us today, Josh. Right on. Awesome. If you'd like to learn more about what Josh is up to, you can visit wpengine.com forward slash e-commerce. Thanks, everyone, for listening to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on WMR. Uh, again, this has been your host, David Vogelpohl. I support the WordPress community through my role at WP Engine, and I love to bring the best of the community to you here every week on Press This. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.